So quick pro tip for you today. You do not need to be an organized person to get a bit more organized. Anybody can do it. It's just a matter of having the right system. We all have a lot on our plate. And before we know it, we get tons of emails we haven't replied to. The laundry is piling up. A whole bunch of stuff we have to get to. Matter of fact, my to-do list is so, so, so long and I haven't even got to half of it. That feeling... I totally get you. And it leads to this lack of self-care that then leads to like physical and mental fatigue. And it just makes you want to like jump out your skin. I get it. And so here's the thing. For the next month, month or so, half, month and a half, we're going to be diving into exactly what it takes for you to get your life in balance. I hope you're excited. We are too. Today we're going to be talking about three things that organized people do differently. Hello, Sama alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you each week on things that Muslims need to survive. No, I'm just joking, just to thrive. We know a lot of us are really struggling on the day to day. We're moms, we're wives, we're students, we're doing everything. The world is keeping us so busy. And so often we feel like we're on autopilot, just surviving the day to the next day and the next. And before we know it, we get physically ill. We get mentally overwhelmed. We start to get emotional and start to feel like we're losing ourselves. We don't even know who we are, what we really want, because we just feel like we're just go, go, go. And we get that. And so one of the things we try to do here at Mindfulness Summit are help our women understand very, very simple steps in this overwhelming world that they can do to feel a bit better, what they can do to take a next step right away in the easiest way. We're kind of like holding your hand and walking you through that process. So you can go from surviving to thriving. And what we hope at Mindfulness Month is that women go from surviving to thriving to becoming women of impact. We want to see our women everywhere doing amazing things, not just for themselves, for their families, for the world. So inshallah, today we're going to be covering seven, excuse me, three things. Maybe I'll give you a bonus that um, three things that organized people do differently. Now, some of us are organized, so it might ring a bell to you, right? Like, oh my gosh, that's what I do. Um, And some of us are not. And then you're like, oh, that's what those people are doing? Okay, 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 I get it. I, I got to get one of those or I got to do that. Now, here's the thing. Anything that I say is going to be very um generic in the sense that I want you to tailor it to you. So what unfortunately happens on YouTube and I think Instagram is they have like everybody copy, you know, everybody puts up their routine or they put up their, you know, the way they do their notebooks with the, and everybody just kind of like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. They go on Amazon, they buy a notebook, they buy the same pens, right? I know you've done it right at some point, right? I mean, like a lot of people do. And then you, you just try to do it. And then like you fall off after a couple days or a week, you're like, man, you know, because it's not really, um, it's not really for us. It was for that person. Great ideas from that person might have helped us, but we didn't make it our own. So whatever I share with you today, I just really encourage you to make it your own. Not anybody else's, not mine, yours. Because that's also my little bonus tip of making it stick and actually work. Now, lack of organization can cause a ton of chaos in our lives. And we could feel like 
We didn't even know where to start, you know, subhanAllah. So even if you're not an organized person, there's a couple things I want to share today that organized people do that even if you just integrated just one of these, maybe two of these, it would be miraculous in terms of a big change in Shalabas and Ta'ala because they are very, very, let's say, power punch type things to do when you want to get back on track. Now, a lot of you guys DM me on life balance hacks organization. And so I love that. And because you've been DMing me so much over the past, maybe a year and a half to two years, we're actually really, really excited that in January, we're going to come out with an entire program um, where everything is step-by-step. So probably from December to January, I'm going to be like giving snippets of that on the podcast. So definitely, definitely stay tuned. If you feel like you're struggling um, with organization and then when it comes out in January, if you want to join us, you're also more than welcome to. All right. So let's dive in to the first one. Um, Right before I do, I want to just also, I almost forgot, give a shout out to all the people that joined us for the um, Marriage Lab class in New York City, our first in person. Um, We are considering in our next one or two to possibly go to London. So we've been getting a lot of requests from London. So if you want to be on that train, if you're in London, you're listening to this, or you're in the U.S. or um, and you want us to try to come by, because right now we're kind of thinking of the two the two places people mostly ask us from are from London and from the U.S. in various parts. Um, and you want us to take this program, you might have seen it on Instagram. I'm going to be putting up like a formal video of it soon um, to your town or city and bring the Muslim Marriage Lab there and do a like interactive sessions with you and your center or whatever we are actually starting that in 2023 so if you're excited for that then let me know in a dm and instagram and i will kind of get you a wait list um, in a way for you to hook up with us so we can bring the program to your center or town inshallah all right awesome so today um organized people um do things differently and i want to talk about the very first out of the three, that if you want to get organized, you kind of need to get together. The first one is organized people have routines. Now, I'm going to go a bit bigger than the routine. Like, love the morning routine. Love the evening routine. But actually, actually, I'm going to give you the secret, secret, secret. Organized people have systems. Yeah. It's the same thing like people, they struggle with habits, like bad habits, good habits. Those people tend to not have systems that they follow. Or if they do try to follow them temporarily, they fall off really quickly. But people who are organized tend to have like complete systems. So this is something I do. And this is something I never had. Let's just let's just throw it on out there. So first thing I want to say about the systems and the routines is when I was in my 20s, all right, when I was in my 20s, I was married. I was married very young. I got married at 19. Not everybody, I don't think I've ever said in the podcast, I got married at 19, totally voluntarily. I wanted to get married. I was one of those girls that just felt like way ahead of her time. Um, I felt very mature at that age. I wanted to be married. I was not interested in um, dating, even though like um, that was something thrown upon me because I do live in the West. It was constantly encouraged, even by my family. And so what happens is I never took to it. It just felt repulsive, you know, and there's different levels of people in practicing and my family were not practicing. So obviously that's not a big deal to them. But for some reason, deep in my heart, it was for me and I did not want to do it. Right. So I was, I was, um, I was in college and I was newly married, but I would say I was not organized at all because I'm juggling university. (laughs) I'm juggling a new marriage and we got, we had a baby pretty much right away. 
And so that is a lot going on. On top of that, I'm working, right? So I'm going to university and I'm working. And, and at that time, I was taking 18 credits. I was working two jobs and I had my first child. So there was a lot going on with that. When I say two jobs, like on the weekend, I would do catering halls and waitressing and I would be like doing 12 to 14 hour shifts. It was intense. And then these things were not close. I would have like the job and have to drive sometimes two hours to the job and then two hours back and do the shift. So you can imagine. So there was a lot of exhaustion. And I had no idea about organization and hacks and tips or anything. All I know is it was hard. We were financially strapped. We were a new couple and it was really, really challenging. So I did not have this organization. Now, the funny thing is my mom is very organized and she tried to instill that in me, but I really just was not interested. I was very much into like literature and, you know, art. And I was really, really into learning. And I would spend all my time reading, reading. I was a huge, avid reader, avid reader. And that's what I think attributes to like so much that I know today because I, I love to sit and read. But the thing is, I just didn't like to organize anything that wasn't my jam. All right. Fast forward to when I then had a couple kids <laughs> and I had finished university and I was teaching officially as a teacher. I transitioned into being a formal teacher and then I looked at the wave of children in front of me back when I used to teach children. I later on went to teach adults, then administrators, as you guys know, and then I was consulting over the whole education system um, in the U.S. And so at that time, though, when I was starting out then, and by the way, what I just said really quick, that that was a journey with organization. Because if I wasn't organized, I couldn't have done that, right? So what it does is being organized doesn't just like make your life so much less stressful. It actually helps you achieve goals. And for me, that what those were my goals back then, right? I have different goals now, but those were my goals, alhamdulillah, you know? And so alhamdulillah, I, I didn't have that much organization. And I looked out at the sea of faces and I was Muslim, you know? And that time I'm very practicing, alhamdulillah. And I said, they're my responsibility, Parents all over put these children in seats in front of me and I owe them my own organization so that I can give them a quality education. Now, we have a lot of women who have been to university or are still in university and listening to this podcast. My question to you is this. Have you ever sat in front of a teacher that was disorganized? Have you ever took a class of a teacher that like said they were going to do things in the syllabus, never quite did it, um, or said they were going to, you know, grade your papers by this day, they lost them, couldn't find them, or never handed them in, or like, you know, like there's just, they seem a, like a bit of a mess, right? That is not what I was or anything. I'm trying to say is I had experienced that in college. I had experienced professors who were like that, and I was like, oh, this is a horrible experience. So when I first became a teacher, I looked out, like I said, at the sea of kids, and I, I didn't just have this like sense of amana. And that's what I mean about like how we can be mindful Muslims, how we can take our deen and bring it into anywhere. Even I was teaching non-Muslims at the time. I still bring my, my iman to work. Yeah. I said, these people, I have to do my job. Well, Rasulullah, he told me to do it 100%. And then at home, I had children who also needed my organization. Can't find the kids' socks. There's clothes in all different types of drawers. Laundry's piling up. You know, things aren't put away, so I can't find things. I, I, I struggled in the beginning because I was multitasking so many things. And that might be where you are right now. So I am just reflecting back to those days. That is not me now. I was reflecting back to those early days when I didn't have a person to show me 
anything. After my mom raised me as she should, you know, and went on, um, there I, I didn't talk to her that much. I was constantly um, at the time really, really just working school, working school. And I was in that. I was in that time. And it was really, really hard to connect with friends and family. And I just felt all over. And probably, probably if there might have been a podcast, there really were not podcasts back then like today um, or like YouTube videos. I'll throw it out there. No, that's how old I am. And so, <laughs> so um, you know, like I didn't have that on the go listen and learn type of experience. I had this like I would have had to go sign up at a college and there were no college for like get your life together life balance classes. No, 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 no. So what I want to tell you the first one about today is having systems and routine. The me today is nothing like that. And, it, and when as soon as I, like I said, I took that moment, that was like my pivotal change moment. You're like when they have like the um, the big um, the big moment where everything changes in the novel, like that was it for me. When I stood there in front of those children and I had got my formal career and I was going to be um, a teacher and I said, okay, time to change. And then I slowly, slowly learned how to do and make systems in my life. So the first thing that organized people have is that they have systems. They have ways that they do everything. And I'll tell you more about that in a second. But what I want you to know is that you can create systems in your life very, very easily, but you're not going to do them all at once, right? But it's really important to know that you need them, right? And when you think of systems, and there's ways that I teach this, I'm not going to go into all of it today. But what I will say is that you have to start thinking about, you know, how you're doing things that you're doing every day on the regular. So let's look at morning routines, right? Having a morning routines is really, is really important. What a shock, right? I just felt like, like, this is the craziest thing for me to say first, it seems like the obvious and most people want a routine, right? But what but what happens? They can't keep it. Well, maybe that's because you're not being realistic. Maybe because you're not looking at the routine and you're saying like, does that really make sense? Are you copying the one from YouTube? Are you just random doing what you think might be right, but not really reflecting on it? I mean, it's a, it's a thing that has to happen in the sense that there's, it's aligned with what your goals are and where you're trying to go. See, I find most people making random routines. Like um, somebody told me I should be hydrated, so I'm gonna make sure I drink water in the morning. Somebody told me like, you know, stepping out into the sun, just letting it hit my face is a great routine, like just, you know, get that going, or like doing the skin routine with these products. Um, That's great, that's great. But what are your actual goals in life? Is that gonna get you there? See, I find most people don't link their routine to where they're actually going. It's just like living in a a siphon. It's just like totally separate from anything else that they're doing. Not me. That's not the way I work. And that's not the way I teach women to create routines. So it all starts, if I could be really fair, with um, understanding your why and your goals and then later moving into routines. So I just want to throw that little hack out there that there should be some continuity between the routine you have and where you're going. Otherwise, you're just doing a random routine that doesn't actually necessarily um, have anything to do with where you want to go, which might be why you're not going anywhere as fast as you want to. Right. So the first one is organized people have routines which are part of a bigger system that has a way to do everything. The evening routine, the way that they um, organize their banking at the end of the month, the way that they you know, set things up on their computer. Like they have basically a system, a mini system for everything. They don't develop them all at once. They just do one at a time. But if you do that, the same thing every day, every month, every week, every year, whatever, guess what happens? You get consistent. And what happens when you're consistent? You reach goals. That's it. Mic drop. Like, that's it, 
Really, that's what I did. So I didn't do this all at once. I didn't do it overnight. And I was a person who had their closet full of stuff all over the place, drawers with papers jammed in it. Like I was not born like this at all. But alhamdulillah, um, it came out of this sense of amena. As a, as a teacher, I had to take care of these kids. And as a wife, I owed my husband. And as a mother, my kids need an organized mother or they're going to be late for their classes and they're not going to be able to find their things. And it's just not fair. It really, really isn't. We have to get it together. The second one is, da-da-da, they do, the second thing that organized people do differently is they write everything down. I'm a huge fan of the bullet journaling thing or um, the morning, you know, the morning uh, different ways that you plan your, um, like with blocks, like block planning or very specific time planning. It doesn't matter. We have all types of information on this, um, on Mindful Muslima. I have ways that I, like I told you, in January, I'm going to release literally the exact system that I have. But either way, I am saying that you have to write things down. You have to, because let me tell you why. Let me tell you the logic the need for all those people who are cringing as I'm like, write things down all the time. You're like, "Mm, I'm not a writer. Here's the thing. Let's pretend this week you had a really bad week. Monday stuff happened. Tuesday stuff happened. Wednesday stuff happened. By, By Thursday, Friday, you were supposed to get a ton done, but you're like still on Monday, Tuesday's tasks. Ever happened to you before? Mm-hmm, right? And so what happens is after the first couple of days and you get into the third, fourth, fifth, you know, days of the week, things start to get blurry. I don't quite remember why it didn't work on Monday. I just probably feel like it probably didn't work out because I was overwhelmed. I didn't have a lot of time. What can I do? You know, um, you know, the, 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 the world is against me. Like you start coming up with a million rationalizations of why everything sucks. Yes or no, right? We start to think about it's not my fault, if my husband would help more, um, if I didn't have this job, if I didn't have this long commute. We start to do all of this like woe is me stuff. And then if we do that week after week after week, guess what happens? We get emotionally sucked. We're just like, then we, then we literally fall ill. I've seen this happen to a lot of people, okay? And so that is all unnecessary stress. What you could do differently is this. Keep track of things write things down. And then when things don't work out, you know why. So for example, on a Monday, I might have like, let's say five, six things to do. Um, actually, I probably have like 10, but I pick my top three. That's another part of my system. I always say, if I have an overwhelm, what are the three things that will move the needle the fastest? The three that are going to get me like the most bang for my buck. I got to do all these. I get it. But like, what are the three biggest, like cannot cannot not do them today, must happen, right? I have other stuff that I do before that in planning, but let's just pretend like that's one thing I do. And say something happened and one of those didn't get done, even though it was critical, right? I would write down right then, happen because, bop, bop, move on to Tuesday. Try to drag it over into Tuesday, obviously. And then Tuesday happens and then something happened better to Tuesday. It was a bit easier, but stuff still over here still didn't get done. So I'll write on Tuesday, was great because of blah, this, got to figure that out. See, I wrote it down. I get to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, okay? It took me not even a couple minutes, two minutes, one minute. How long did it take me to say that? Probably not even 30 seconds, right? I get to the end of the week. Guess what I do? I open up my planner. I look at my week at a glance, and then I have a reflection on what went well, what didn't go well, and why. Could I have done that if I didn't write it down? You know the answer. So (laughs) I'm going to leave it at that, and every week I do that. And then I guess what? I, I, I refine number one, which are our systems. I refine it, refine it, refine it till I have the system I have today. 
and it didn't happen overnight. And it shouldn't happen overnight for you too. But even if you just did 1% better or 5% better or 10, would you not be on your way? Oh, yes, you would, right? Number three and the last one for today is people who are organized have a place for everything. Now, we might have thought we had a place for everything in our room for the unorganized people, but like you're like, oh, but it never gets there. Well, one thing that organized people do is that they, one thing organized people do is they take their stuff and they move it back into the place it belongs a lot faster than unorganized people do. It's literally as much as like taking up that cup and bringing it out the room when you walk out the room, as opposed to leaving it there, being like, oh, I'll deal with that later. And then you do that, I'll deal with that later with like 10 things. Then your bureau is like, bleh. You know what I, I know you know what I mean. This, this is like a human thing. It's everybody, everybody, right? So I stopped doing that. I stopped like not having a, a, a dead set place for everything. I like sat one day on a Sunday and I was like, all right, today is my room. Like just my room. I'm, I know the whole house feels like it needs to be done, but it's just not going to happen. I'm just going to do my room. And then I would just be like, okay, like what are the trouble problems in my room? What seems to be happening? Why does that happen? Clothes always end up in this one corner. Okay, why? Is there nowhere to throw the clothes? Well, I come home and I throw them down and then I'm tired. I don't want to pick them up because, okay, well, maybe if you had like a particular bin that wasn't quite the dirty laundry bin, but it was some other spot where at least it wouldn't be like everywhere. Or maybe I could just encourage myself to just put it on a rack before I lay down on the bed and passed out. You know, like it's, it's these little things, these conversations you have to stop and have with yourself. So at the end of the day, it makes more sense as to why things are happening happening. But if we just stay on autopilot, it's hard. So you write things down. For example, I told you guys when we have our system, when we teach our system to people, there's going to be writing down of stuff and exactly what to think, what to do, what to do next. And the only way the system's going to work is you somehow engage with yourself. You have to take a moment and stop. So let's go back to the things we said today. We said, number one, you have to have routines or, that are part of a bigger system, right? And that system should be very much catered to you, not mine, not the girl to the left or right, all about you. And that takes some reflection. Number two, people who are organized write everything down so they can keep track of what's going well or not and why, and then da da da, fix it. Number three, they have a place for everything and they put it there. Or if they don't put it there right away, they get to it a lot sooner usually than people who don't, right? So this is just a little starting of some really quick tips. Even if you just took one of these today and walked away with it, I would love to hear all about how it affects you on Instagram, how it's made things easier. And inshallah, bizn ta'ala, I will get back to you with even more of these podcasts all during December slash January-ish as the year wraps up and we try to figure out if we got half as close to our goals as we were going to. And if not, why? We're going to do it together. No worries. Come on back here for the next one and I'll see you then, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.